0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News, the daily news that even plants crave. I'm your host, George, and here's your news for Thursday, March 21st, 2019. News is courtesy to IGN, and this first article it was published on their website by Jonathan Jonathan Dornbush since the Google stadia reveal er, event earlier this week we've learned what stadia specs will be as well as the internet requirements necessary for players to enjoy stadia in speaking with Google's Phil Harrison following the stadia announcement Google at or excuse me IGN asked him whether about whether Google had concerns about how many players would could could access stadia at given Internet speed requirements and the wildly different speeds of Internet ISPs available throughout the world. We know that our Internet bandwidth requirements won't reach everybody day one. There's nothing we can promise that will change that, he said. But we will work to reduce the bandwidth required and increase the quality, Harrison said. Harrison reiterated similar numbers that they had mentioned before in the previous press conferences about Internet speed requirements, specifically telling IG, or excuse me, yeah, specifically telling IGN that players will need roughly 30 megabits per second internet speed for 4K 60 frames per second. That's pretty impressive, um, and that's streaming to your device, while 1080p streamers will require significant, significantly less than that. These speeds may not be easily accessible for most in some parts of the world, but as Harrison mentioned above, Google is endeavoring to continuing bringing down those requirements and is aiming to support varying levels of bandwidth. An interesting and opti- optimistic outlook. Many, myself included, question how well this service is going to work on launch, but it seems like Google has put a lot of time into figuring this out and to get it as accessible as possible. By the way, does anybody think Stadia sounds like an odd name? Is it just me? Uh, It just, when I first heard about this, it just, it sounds like an artificial sweetener to me. But that's probably because I sell groceries for a living. <laughs> um, But yeah, Stadia, I just, I feel like you gotta sprinkle some of that in your tea, you know? Anyway, we're going to take a short ad break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you for listening to that ad and supporting the show. Sekiro Shadows died Twice, and I'm sure I butchered that name, and I'm sorry. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die twice. The reviews are rolling in, and the game is looking pretty solid. Currently, the game is sitting at an 89 at Metacritic, with many reviewers giving the game some solid 9- mid-90s scores as well. Uh, PlayStation Lifestyle had this to say in their 95 review. Untethered from the expectations that come with a Dark Souls or Bloodborne game, From Software was able to create a game that maintains the studio's unique identity while allowing them to explore interesting new mechanics and ways of telling the story. Sekiro is challenging, but fair. A game with the goal of allowing the player to grow, rather than the avatar. It blends mechanics and narrative in a way that is too rare in games today, allowing for a deep level of immersion that begs for just one more clash of blades no matter how difficult the encounters get. Seeing each one to its bloody finish is well worth the trials it takes to get there. And Game Informer had this to say in their review. It's a challenging journey but a weird and wondrous world that forces you to learn and master its punishing combat to succeed. However, the sweet thrill of victory keeps you pushing forward, despite the myriad of disheartening deaths. Sekiro is one of the most difficult games I have ever played, but for those seeking adventure, exploration, and truly realized ninja fantasy, the trek is worth the high demands. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice releases tonight at midnight, so user scores aren't up yet, but things are looking pretty solid. And this game definitely popped on my radar a couple months ago, and I've been watching it, and man, I am just... I, I'm, I'm definitely going to snag this game. It looks awesome to me. And I love the, the feudal Japan era of uh, the Shogunites and stuff like that. So definitely looking forward to checking this game out and seeing what it's all about. And finally tonight, Battlefield 5's Battle Royale game mode, Firestorm, dropped a gameplay trailer today. You will fight for survival across land, air, and sea in Firestorm. In an immense sand- sandbox map ten times larger than the Hamada, than Hamada the largest map in Battlefield Five with all of Battlefield's signature gunplay and destructible environments. There will be 17 vehicles in the game mode at launch, from civilian cars to heavy armor, and even a prototype helicopter. There seems to be a pretty cool tiered loot system, similar to other Battle Royale shooters in the games, and they showed that off in the trailer as well. And uh, not all loot is just going to be laying around uh, in chests or anything. There's going to be saves, um, apparently, to break into, and vehicle lockups that will require some teamwork to get into and... uh, may attract some unwanted attention so it's kind of a risk versus reward situation for sure Firestorm will be available March 25th and looks to be about 10 gigabytes uh, in terms of a download so if you're check, getting ready to check this out definitely clear the space on that drive if you need to on any whatever system you may be on Pair um, that console huh <laughs> There is gameplay from the EA Capture event that was recently held in YouTube and Twitch and stuff right now. So if you want to check that out, along with this uh, gameplay trailer, it it looks pretty solid. And I'm excited as all hell to get into this game. I can't wait to jump into this with my brother. Uh, Let me know if you're getting ready to check out uh, Firestorm, because I can always use another squad mate over here. So... And that's it for the news today, guys. Let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the free app we use to record our show, and you may get featured on our next episode of Dad's Beards Nerds Prime. We have an amazing Discord community you should totally join, and a link to that is in the description of this episode. If you can find it in your heart to help support the podcast and help us make better content for you, you can do so over by at our Anchor page at anchor.fm/dadsbeardsnerds and click on the Support This Podcast button. With your monthly donation, you'll get exclusive access to our producers only section of our Discord and a chance to win free games and exclusive hangout sessions via Discord with me and Anthony. You can also win us over You can also find us. You can you can win us all the time. We, we we've already you've already won us just by listening. <laughs> you can also find us over on Twitter at Dads Beards Nerds and Instagram at Dadsbeards Nerds Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, take care everyone and thank you so much for listening.